What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast, where we love spicy kimchi and hot spicy K-Pop takes. I'm your host, Justin Trinnell, with my co-host, Brian Limper, and after a week hiatus, we're back to podcasting. It feels really weird, honestly. It really (laughs) feels really long, like way longer than a week. I was thinking about it today, and I was like... Dang, it feels like I haven't done a podcast in, like, months. I know. <laughs> it's, it's literally it's... been not even, like, what? A, it was a little more than a week, right? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that was weird. Pretty much. That's how I felt, too. But, yeah, we actually tried to do a podcast last week. Things just didn't work out. And since it was Thanksgiving, and, I mean, who knows who all actually celebrates Thanksgiving from our listeners, but we do, we were just like, let's just take a break and we'll scoop things along next week so here we are and we're back i'm excited man i'm it was we it was weird like you said not doing it but i'm glad we're back yeah i know i, I literally was thinking today at work i'm like man gotta do the podcast and i feel super weird because i feel like i haven't done a podcast in so long but i don't know why it, that's just how it worked but it it just felt like that i was like well it feels like we haven't done it in a whole year time's crazy man time is extra crazy but, but we're, yeah, we're, but back, we're back and we're excited and we're ready to talk about some K-pop. We're back. So what have you been up to, though? Anything fun? Um, Not a whole lot. I was going to ask, how was your Thanksgiving? But I would know because we got to hang out pretty much the whole day. Yeah, I was going to say, you were there. So, I mean. <laughs> and it was, it was awesome. It was super chill. So how was my Thanksgiving? It was fun. I mean, first we went to your uncle's house, right? Oh, yeah, we did. We went to your uncle's house for, like, normal Thanksgiving stuff, eating turkey and all that fun stuff. And then we took a road trip and went to Denny's. We did. Came back and went a little Black Friday shopping and then watched some Produce 48. But Black Friday shopping, he means we literally walked in to one store to find what we wanted, saw the line, and then we left. We're like, yeah, no. (laughs) Pass. Well, usually what we do for our Black Friday shopping is go to the mall and go to Target and maybe Walmart. And we did all those things. Yeah, I don't really know if you can consider actually shopping. It's more like Black Friday just walking around. We kind of just walk around because there's people all walking around too. And just, just it's really for the vibe of it all. Not really the crazy shopping, but it's just for the, just for the tradition at this point. Because we've done it for a super long time. I'm also just really disappointed, like we always say that we like never see any crazy fights, like people getting shot and stabbed with machetes. Well, we always see videos. Well, you always see videos online of people on Black Friday like busting through doors at like a Target or a Best Buy, and there's like it's like a zombie apocalypse people. But I've never seen that once. It's just I've, I've seen like plenty of people, but I've never seen anybody going crazy like that. Not only that, but, like, we're in Springfield, so it's not like we're in, like, a place where there's not, like, a ton of people. No, yeah, it's, like, a, you know, it's a good-sized city, and there's lots of people out, like, lots of people at these stores. Like, the lines were super long. I just never seen just, like, the craziness of someone trying to get their TV and, like, punching someone else in their face to try and, like, get the last one. Yeah, it's really weird. I, will, I just want to experience one time in my life. Maybe someday, but that that was not... And that was not this one, and that hasn't been any of them. But it was it was fun, though. It was nice to just hang out, and we went on a nice road trip, too. Um, it was nice to eat Denny's since Denny's closed here. 
Shout First out, off, shout Siegel. out, Denny's. If you don't like Denny's, I don't know what's wrong with you because Denny's is the bomb. It's just a great restaurant, especially um, eating, you know, pancakes or a skillet on Thanksgiving Day. There's not anything quite like it. It was, I, it was good. I will say though, in your guys' defense, Denny's has gotten kind of expensive lately. So, yeah. So if you like Denny's, still support your local Denny's, even though, you know, they're just trying to make ends meet too. Just like all, just like all of us out here, we're all just grinding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to keep the lights on somehow, right? Exactly. The bacon's not going to cook itself. But yeah, that was a fun road trip. That was a fun road trip to Edwardsville. I mean, it's like an hour or so, so it's not too bad. But we it was cool back. though. We used to go on road trips all the time, but since I moved, it's kind of like. Yeah, we used I, to. I go on a road trip to Springfield by myself, or you come on a road trip by yourself to here. So it's not like you would actually like, go and do stuff together like we used to. Well, here's the fun thing. Where I live and where Brian used to live, it's like 30 minutes, 25 minutes away from where I live. And you can take a highway there and go straight there. But, or, not but, or you can go a different way, which is like through small towns that take you there. And it's like smaller roads. And, like, you don't get there as fast, but it's, you know, it's just more chill of a drive. And that's pretty much what we did through where Brian used to live all the way up into this other place. And it was just, it really brought back a lot of good memories because we, you're right, we always used to do that. And it was super fun. Yeah, we used to go on, like, trips all the time. Like, just driving around, like, the, through the, like, uh, what do you call it? Not really cornfields, but like the back roads, there's like corn everywhere. Yeah, there's like farms and there's like, you know, you drive and then there's like a little tiny town, which is like really, really tiny with like a gas station and that's it. And then, you know, you drive through more farms and then there's another tiny town. And then eventually the place we ended up where we ate is like a solid sized town. So it had a lot of stuff, but it's, it's a college town. Yeah. You guys have ever heard of uh, SAUE Edwardsville? That's where it was. It was it was fun though. It was fun to just do that because we I don't even when was even the last time we like went on those roads together like driving. Oh dude, it's been years. It's been a really really freaking long time. So well, when did you graduate from college? That was fifteen. So at least so, at least four years ago. At least four years. Cause I mean, when did you move? Man. Didn't you moved before that though? So um uh, well remember for a while I oh wait. You're right, I did, because I yeah. came to your senior night, and we had to drive down for your senior night. Because I remember waking up sometimes at college in my dorm on, like, a weekend, and it was after my season, and I was like, I don't have anything to do, I'm just going to drive up and hang out, and I'd drive all the way up there from, like, St. Louis. Yeah, that's a long trip, so, man, it's a haul. Yeah, um, it is a haul, but yeah, you moved before, so it was even before, four, so it's at least, like, five years ago. Yeah, it's going to be, like, five or six years that's Man, crazy. That's crazy. I didn't. E I didn't even realize it's been that long. Oh my gosh. I didn't either. That's, that's crazy. Nuts. Maybe that's, that's why like it a, was. Maybe that's why it was so fun. That's like a whole kid that's like in school doing. That's stuff. like a whole grown adult. That's like the span of a life of some K-pop groups. So. That that is true. Maybe even longer, but. Speaking of the span of life of K-pop groups, yo, if you guys haven't gone and checked out CL's new stuff, she came out with. Go support CL. She deserves it. Yeah, I need to do that. I still didn't do it yet. But be like Justin and go support. Go, go support listen CL with me for the listen. first time to listen to CL, former member of Two Any One. I'm really holding out hope that since the whole YG thing and her contract has ended, this means that we might get what everybody wants and get um 
Yeah. Uh, want me to fucking make thoughts if you don't tell you what I'm talking about? That would, uh, not, that would help. That would be... <laughs> a 21 comeback. Like a... Well, not really comeback. But Just 21, like... like collaboration. I want them to come back and ma- yeah, make music together. A yeah. collaboration of people that used to be in the same group. Yeah, because I mean... I'm pretty sure Park Bomb, like, just based off her Queendom stuff, really just misses being in 21, so. Yeah, she Hopefully just, they can anytime, anytime any of the other groups, they'd, like, cover the 21 song or anything, she'd, like, start bowling her eyes out, so. Yeah, I think Hopefully it's, I think it's safe can. to say that, you know, she does miss it. And they're all super young still, so it's not like they can't do anything. So, let's make that happen. Yes, and speaking of make things happen... Let's make this episode happen. And there's only one way since we're coming back to start this episode. And you know what time it is. Alright, so... You tell the fans. <laughs> it's time for, as we promised, to give you guys the update on the next rounds of eliminations on Produce 48. You betcha. And I know there's been a lot of sketchy stuff going on in Produce 48. Hopefully, now that Mama is over, we'll find out if Eisenhower's still going to be a group or not. I hope we can find out. Hopefully they are, because if they're not, it's going to be super sad, and that's literally what every one of our podcasts is going to be about from now until the end of time. Uh, but yeah, so... We're going to talk about the next elimination rounds of Produce 48. It really wasn't... I thought it would be five episodes like the last one, but they actually got in and like, narrowed it down to 30 members, like the 30 girls that were left, like pretty fast. I think it was like, what, like episode seven maybe? maybe. Seven or eight, something like that? Maybe it took like three or so to do it. Yeah, I honestly didn't really like... Uh, <laughs> Go back and look into it like I probably should have. But, yeah, so it started out, and we got some of the best concept evaluations of all time. It was just... Oh, man. They were super good. It just took such a long time to actually get to the performances. Like, Yeah, because you know how they always go through, like, oh, they got to pick what they're doing. They, like, have a meeting. Um, they decide who's going to be the leader. People cry. Um, everyone's pretty much upset. Uh, and then they eventually they find out who's going to be the leader and then you that's like an entire episode like that's what they do for an entire episode yeah and well they did that and then they were good but then they had the elimination before they even had the performances so then they had then they had to take the groups because they had all the groups that were ready but since girls got eliminated from those groups they had to go back and like almost reshuffle in a way and start all over with like picking like assigning people to where they're going to go or who they want to be with and then like getting a new leader a new vocalist a new face like all or a new center like all that stuff so it just was like you literally went through that whole process like twice before you even had performances yeah i was gonna say it's kind of weird i mean i guess well obviously we all know now the whole show is rigged but it's kind of weird that they, like, made all the trainees go through all that stuff just for, like, a day later for them to be like, yo, these are the girls getting eliminated. And who was it? Like, uh, it wasn't Jiru, was it? I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. One of the girls, literally, it was just her by herself. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it might have and been then, Jiru. And it was weird because all the girls had, like, in the other groups had, like, go through and vote for, like, 
who they wanted was I can't remember was it who they wanted to stay in the group or who they wanted out of the group. I think it's who they wanted to keep. Who they wanted to keep. So they like unanimous like unanimously like. Why can't I think of the word? Um, they just anyways, took a vote. They like, took a vote where nobody could like see who was voting for who, basically. Yeah, they like all um, close their eyes. And then they found out like who was staying, and it's super sad because like some girls really wanted to be in the groups because like obviously their friends and stuff were there, and they wanted to do certain like songs and concepts, and they just, like freaking got booted out of the group, and they like didn't have a say or anything. They like revealed a name slowly, like um, they like pulled a piece of paper that had like all the names on the wall. And if your name was last, you just, like, got kicked out of the group and you, like, had to go in, like, this other room with, like, the, all the other, like, rejects. Yeah, they, I mean, kind of, like, we've seen that throughout the show. There's always been a group of, like, the last people or the leftover people form a group to 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 do the performance. And that's pretty much what we saw with this, too, was the whole group of people that essentially people voted out or didn't want in their group, they became their own. So, naturally, it just worked out that way. And uh, the funniest – well, I don't really know if it's funny, to be honest with you. But the saddest slash funniest part was when they went to the one group and they, like, asked if anybody wanted to be in the group with them. And Minji was like, oh, yeah, I really like this song. I'd like to be in this group. And then they voted and they picked Sakura, who wasn't even there. <laughs> yeah, Sakura was on her Japan – just doing stuff in Japan for her promotions and – they're like, oh, Minju, you really want to be in the group? That's awesome. We're going to take soccer who's not here, so you're not in the group. And she started, well, just, of course, like, the whole point of the show, there was just crying involved. So she instantly started, like, bawling her eyes out, and it was just very sad. I mean, shit, I was bawling my eyes out. I was hella sad. I was like, damn, I feel so bad They're for you. They're just savages. They're like, all right, well, we're going to pick someone that's not even here, and that's cool you wanted to be with us, but see ya. <laughs> Like, oh, hey, yeah, so I wanted to be with you guys because you guys are awesome. And they're like, oh, that sounds awesome, but we're going to go with Sakura. Sakura's not even really here. great, and she doesn't even know anything about this, but we're going to go with her. So Sakura. Yeah, because the AKB girls must have been off doing something because there was a bunch of them that weren't there. Yeah. Because remember, um, Hitomi was like, they had like switch roles and stuff, and she like was thinking about taking Miru's spot because yeah. she wasn't there. Yeah. Um. They just but had yeah. just some obligations that they had to attend to, I guess. Um, yeah, who knows where they go. They're going to disappear. Sometimes they weren't even there for, like, second eliminations. Yeah, Miru wasn't there. Her chair was yeah. just empty. She just wasn't there. Um, I'm trying to think of what other kind of stuff happened, like if there's any other stuff that's kind of noteworthy. Because they ended up doing their, like, little group things. Um, that was the one where... Isn't that where they were like doing the the Blackpink song and they like all got yelled at because they were like so bad? <laughs> Maybe. Because I'm trying to I'm, hold on. Let me look at. I'm trying to remember like in my head like which. Because remember there was like I don't two think different this is when this is when they they had producers of songs who previ previously produced like songs like actual producers who made music for other groups made a song for these specific groups. So this was new because we'd see the groups when they were practicing, like yeah, they, hold would on, go, they would go into the studio and these producers would be there to kind of judge them and just hear them sing the song that they made for them. And they, they would just voice their opinion, which we never saw that in the show before, like them actually going into the studio. Actually, and, no, hold up, hold up. Episode six was when they did 
Episode six. Okay, so I guess we must have just watched a lot more than I thought we did. Because episode six was where they did um, the position battles, remember? Yes. And that's where they danced to Ariana Grande side to side, which is, by by the way, the greatest performance of all time. Yeah. And sorry, not sorry. See, it's weird because we just watched them so far apart. It feels like that they were like – because I know we had two concept evaluation things that happened before that. So that's when Chowan won the vocal rap category – and that's where Psy uh, won the dance one. And then episode eight was the one where they went into the concept evaluation. And that's when the girls got eliminated and they went into episode nine. Yeah. So. Um, that's what we said. I don't know. I think we just messed it up really bad. <laughs> no, we, we were right. That's like exactly what we said. Because, well, we were talking about how, remember, everybody left after the, and they picked Sakura? Yeah. That was episode seven and eight. But we ended after episode five, so we didn't even go over episode six. I'm confused because we definitely watched all that. No, we did watch it, but we just talked about it out of order right now. Because what we were just talking about was the second oh, we... evaluations they did. We didn't talk about the first ones they did because there was two different evaluations that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. About. We just like skipped a whole thing of evaluations. Okay, so everything. Yeah, they went pretty out. well. Okay, and moving on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much I just did concept evaluations. Um, like I said, uh, the group of all, of, all you need to remember from episode six from the, uh, position battle was that the group that was Khan, um, Eugen, I think Eugen was there, right? No, it was Wan Young. Wan Young, Yiren, Miru. Miru, and, uh, Siad is just the greatest group of all time, and that was like my favorite performance I've ever seen in my life. It was a super group for sure. Then they killed it. So yeah, at that's least all you, really- at least you can just like go look up on online just the performances from those evaluations. Yeah, just watch the performances because they were all like super good. They actually have like individual fan cams for all of them. Yeah. Um. Man, it's so crazy. I'm like, doing it off memory, and it all just, like, kind of blends together. I'm like, damn, did yeah, we watch I, that? Yeah, I forgot that those were, those ones before the last evaluations were, we didn't talk about those. Like, I thought we yeah, did. Yeah, because that, that was after, well, I mean, shit, that was almost, this is episode 10, right? Yeah, we've seen 10 of them. We have two more to go. So, in between now and when we did the first evaluations, episode 5, that was, like, a month ago. <laughs> yeah, so. Slowly but surely. That is crazy. Yeah, I totally forgot about those. The performances were awesome like don't forget those i just thought we like already discussed those you know yeah also but i think we have kind of i think we kind of though was with uh yunbi and uh che young right yeah that well that one was really good too that they were both like really good like I that's the one eugene was in that was yeah one. that one was really good and then okay so backtrack episode six they did the position thing with the dancers and the singers yeah yeah um so we went over that nothing really happened they just got kind of judged like always um and then what we've been talking about the whole time is episode eight where they got random songs by different composers and producers yeah that they had to perform as a concept thing um and this was they ended up getting these random songs and switched into groups and then there was the second elimination down to 30 girls so, like, 20-plus girls got eliminated, and then they had to repick teams, and that's how we got to where we're at now when yeah, they that, actually did the concept of That just, like, didn't make any sense to me, but I guess they that's just how it went, so. 
it was just like weird. Why would you draft teams if you knew they were going to leave? I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, um, we haven't got to episode 11 yet, which is like the third eliminations down to 20 trainees. Really, there's nothing crazy that happened except everybody looked really good. And shout out to all of the stylists because you did a great job. Yeah, um, honestly, after after the like the last few episodes that we've seen, nothing was really crazy. It was just kind of like no, it's just like it was people either. people we knew. Well, we know who advances, but like we, people who we weren't surprised advanced, and then the performances were really good. Like pretty much, they were, much. They were all, they're just all really, really good and all super, super impressive. And everyone did a good job. Like everybody did a good job. Yeah, it's crazy. Bad. It's crazy to think that maybe the biggest screw up that I can remember from a performance was Gary in, uh, in the red velvet song. Like, Hey, that haunted her forever because she still refuses to be the lead vocal or the center because that happened. And they replayed it 67 <laughs> times, so you will not forget that she messed up that note. But other than that, I can't remember a performance that someone did bad. Like, I don't think there has been. Everyone has done really, really well. First off, I know we always talk about how Khan didn't make, like, the final lineup, and that was just straight robbery, which it literally was because it was rigged. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, but another person, I was listening to episode one earlier today and one person we both kind of were down on, but I really think was like just amazing. It should have made the lineup was, a uh, Cho Wan from cube. Yeah. I mean, other than the first episode, she was really good. She she's was, like, she she's was really, really good. Like, she was excellent. And she's a really good singer too. Just like and all the other, I, all the other trainees like love her. They, like, love her so much. Yeah, she's really got good leadership qualities. She's, like, the leader of the Losers Club because, like, all those garbage trainees were together and they, like, won. And she's, like, just, like, their freaking, like, leader. Like, they love well, yeah, her so much. Yeah, she took the first the first evaluations or whatever. She took the group of, like, all the people nobody wanted and they won the whole thing. So I think that she just was, gained her a lot of a lot of respect. She LeBron James carried those Cavaliers. She, I mean, that's literally what she did. I just don't. She was just so weird in the first episode. I just yeah. She might have just been like awkward or scared or like intimidated. She just looked so confused of like where she was. She just like kept looking around. I honestly thought she was like on some kind of weird drugs or something. But like, well, she, granted, granted, she was like one of the only trainees. Her and Minji were like the only trainees that came in as like like solo trainees like without anybody else yeah so i'm sure that kind of was just like tough she's probably i mean you're right she's probably just like nervous and stuff but she was just weird to me but other than that she's killed it and done really well um did really well another takeaway from that is haiwan and minimi is the greatest friendship i've ever seen in my entire life they're just better than batman and robin out here they're like the dynamic duo they really are my favorite quote from the whole thing was at the end it like showed um, the four girls who had a chance of being in like the very last spot and like making the cut of 30 girls. And one of them was Haiwan and the national producer guy was like, uh, so what were you just thinking right now? And she goes, Oh, I was thinking I was going to go visit Minami and her family. And I was like, wow, she really just doesn't care. She just wants to go hang out with Minami. She just is trying to figure out a way to go to Japan and get that plane ticket. But okay. People have said this a lot and we've said it a lot, but I forgot the guy's name. The singer dude, the the lead, the the main, the host of the whole show. Why are they always so excited when he walks into the room? I don't know. I feel like that's just something they have to do. It's just be excited because like I, they act like 
I don't know. Like, it's the second coming of Jesus every time he, like, walks anywhere. Like, well, they've never seen him before. Well, it's just people have said this, too, about the show. They're like, oh, you get super pumped because you think it's a new celebrity or just, like, someone different. And they're freaking out. And you're like, oh, who could it be? And then it's just that guy again. And I'm like, girls, you see him literally every single day for, like, hours. Why are we still freaking out? Like, it's just, like, the first time. Like, I don't know. I don't my know. Other, it really my, bugs me. My other favorite one is that it's like uh, the one episode of like, oh, yeah, he snuck in to check out the trainees and he literally just walked through the door. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why would this guy have to sneak anywhere? He's like the head, the head host of the show. Why would he have to sneak anywhere? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't get it. But I mean, that pretty much covers the. How many episodes was it? Six, seven, eight, nine. We watched a lot. I guess it's more episodes than I thought. I thought it was only a couple, but... Yeah, I thought it was only a couple, too. I totally forgot about the whole middle ones that we watched. Yeah, so did I. It's kind of weird, because they kind of blended together, because there's two different kinds of evaluations. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, sorry, fans. I tried doing this off memory. It didn't work out very well. Uh, but like I said, there's about a month or so in between watching it, so, I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, it's a while. and But we only have two more left, and then we're done with the whole show. It's crazy that... We're almost done, even though it's been done. But we're did almost we, done, so... Did, did we watch episode 10? Yeah. Or, no, I think we have... I think I we, think we did. 11 and yeah. 12. Yeah. Did we? Okay, three? I thought we maybe did watch 10. Maybe we didn't. I don't remember. I hope not, so we have more to go. Yeah, I don't remember. But, sorry we'll for the really, out. really bad <laughs> recapturing of what happened. Just go watch episodes. all the performances from the groups, because they're really good. Like, literally every single one of them is really good. My excuse is that uh, I'm still in a really dark place over this eyes and controversy, so whenever I see them, I just cry, so it all just kind of blends together, so, I mean... Yeah, I mean, we haven't even heard anything about them in a while, besides that they just, like, aren't going to the award shows, which are going on now, and that's about it, so hopefully we hear something about their future soon. Speaking of futures of groups, how sad are you about the Momoland news? It sucks. It just, it's just really a bummer. I mean, honestly, Taya was, like, cool, but I didn't pay too much attention to her. But I really liked Yanwu a lot. Like, Yanwu was Yanwu awesome. was, like, one of the most popular and she members. was, like, just always, she was always there because with Momoland, people were kind of gone and just doing stuff and sick and I don't know. It was always, for a little while there, it was tough to have all of them in one place. But, like, Yanwu was always there trying to do, like, just the promotions and all that. So, the fact that she's leaving... It's just a bummer. I think that just leaves a big gap in the group, and it just sucks because I really was a fan of her. I'm glad that they're still, you know, going to do their thing, though. Like, I'm I'm, not, I'm glad they're not just like, we're just going to pull the plug on Momoland, but it sucks that she's going to be gone. Yeah, and so most likely you, Daisy, too, which is going to be the worst. Who don't know, this last week, uh, Momoland's entertainment company, I think it's, is it, MND or something like that. I think so used, because it, it used to be double kick. Of, but it now reminds it, it me of like Momoland, just the letters are like there's like a few similar letters in the. Yeah. So. Anyways, their company announced that Teha and Yanu have officially left the group. Teha left for like health reasons, and Yanu left to focus on her acting career. Um, and then they said that. Daisy's future is still being decided, which I mean, based off what I've seen, that's probably not a good thing. 
Yeah, considering she hasn't well. promoted in like over a year or so. Yeah, I mean, Tao's been gone because she was left with – well, she didn't leave. But she wasn't promoting this last comeback. I'm still hot, and neither was Daisy. So, I mean, that's not really too surprising. Yanu had a little bit of controversy with her leaving the group a couple months ago. But then she said she wasn't, so I'm not sure what happened there. Um, when she's staying with the company, too. She's not Yeah, like, she's just leaving. not in Momoland anymore. She's just not doing Momoland anymore, which is... Because like, she's, like, I'm focusing like, all of her attention on her uh, acting career. Like, I guess. I, I don't... I mean... You know, uh, I hope that that's like what she wants to do, and if that's what she wants to do, then that's awesome. But it's just I don't know, kind of weird to me because usually you see the idols they like try to do both, but I yeah, guess maybe she thinks or they think that she needs to just stick with the acting. And uh, so right now they're officially promoting as OT six. So yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird. It just doesn't seem like Daisy's gonna come back because you said it. She's been gone for so long. So. Yeah, Why? I don't, I don't think it's looking good for her to come back, yeah, which kind of just... sucks. Because she got, like, basically punished for a bogus reason anyways. Um, yeah, she was just dating that guy in Icon. And that, but, that just put her in the basement there. And she hasn't really left. And they say they're negotiating, but I don't really know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. Uh, on a plus side, before we start the second half of the podcast... Um, news about Eyes one's gonna be coming out hopefully soon, and maybe if good news comes out, that means I'll still get my autographed Bloom is. Yeah, CD. it's not. I mean, they never. Mnet has never not given me a refund for that yet, so it's still purchased. It hasn't been shipped, but it's been purchased. So hopefully, hopefully. that means that they're just waiting for the their award show to be done, which it is now, and they're going to just be like, yeah, they're gonna come back now. Which would be nice. Actually, I guess I could check that right now and see if anyone said anything about it. Um, but yeah, so hopefully they come back. I'd be really happy if they came back. Yeah, I hope so. It's just, it just stinks that all this controversy had to go on right when they were about to come back. Like, literally days before they were coming back. And they had to literally cut all of it off, all the TV shows, all the award shows. We would be seeing so much Eiswin right now if they didn't get in trouble. Well, they didn't get in trouble, but if the company, if Mnet didn't get in trouble. Yeah, because they like literally would be everywhere. Because I'd be like, uh, it'd be obviously their comeback. So they'd be on shows promoting. They'd be doing variety shows. We already knew they were going to be on some variety shows, and they just like got pulled. So yeah, it all got shut down, which was just depressing. But hopefully that means they'll be back. I'll get my album. Everything will be okay. They'll promote. It'll be great. I um, hope so, man. I hope so. And like I said, that album is still purchased. I have not got a refund for it, and they haven't said that it's not being shipped. It's just so. It's in limbo. It is. It's just sitting there. Like, I literally check it every day to see if something's happened, and it's just literally sitting there. I wonder what member you're going to get. Dude, I don't know. i take anybody. Well, that's good because it's good. I think it's I think it's gonna be one. So that's like so exciting. Um But it's like I don't know. I feel like if they weren't gonna come back they would have Said like it. refunded the money or something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. But I I don't know. That's kind of I'm putting my hope in that is that the fact that they haven't shipped it but haven't given me a refund means that they're coming back just later. 
But I also just don't get my hopes up and they just be super sad, like sadder than I already am. Which just sucks because there's only like a year of Eyes One left. Yeah. But we love Eyes One. Hopefully they come back. Hopefully um, they come back. Man, we'll be so disappointed if they don't. Like, what are they going to do if they don't? I, I don't know. I, I don't want to get into it right now. This episode's not about Eyes One. Well, I think it kind of is. It just stinks, too, because that means, like, when are we ever going to see Nako again? Dude, I know. I don't even know. Like, that is just a very sad, sad, sad thought right there. Man. Like, I guess we just have to pay attention to wherever she is with AKB48 and just... He won't be the same, but it'll still be Nako. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Hopefully they can... I don't know. Maybe they'll just take all the Japanese trainees and make a super AKB48 Eyes 1 lineup like we were talking about the other day. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be really awesome. All right. Well, anyways, that's enough about this updated news about sadness and maybe happiness. I don't know. It's too soon to tell. We'll find out here in a couple of weeks. We'll find out next week when we talk more about Ice One. But what are we going to do for our episode today? This episode is going to be a little... This episode is going to be a little random. And before, before we get into the second half of the episode, we have a sponsor. And that oh, is yeah. K-Pop Soul Shop. Check them out. Twitter, Instagram. They are sending us the most elite sweatshirts i've ever seen in my life with our logo and our names on the back and once we get them we're going to post them all over social media because they're awesome they have all sorts of different stuff t-shirts hoodies pants for any k-pop group you want literally boy groups girl groups they got it all if you use the code we even have a special code that's how legit k-pop kimchi podcast is just type in k-pop kimchi on k-pop soul shop you get 25 percent off your order and guess what it's the holidays, and you want to buy your friends K-pop stuff, go to K-pop Soul Shop. Do it. It's just K-pop, S-E-O-U-L, shop. Look them up. Do your thing. Get your K-pop goods from them because they are the best. And so that brings us in to our second half of the episode, which we are going to be talking about our ultimate biases. Bias. Yes. You know what's funny? It's literally been so long since you've done this that I just completely forgot about that. Talk about what? Our, our sponsor that we had. Oh, well, they're the best sponsor ever, so I couldn't forget about them. But Dude, I'm telling work. you, one week off good feels work. like just 10 years, man. It's so weird. Dude, it's like, so if you, like, take, obviously have the weekends off while you don't, but you have weekends off of work, and you're, like, gone for, like, those two days, and you come back, it's, like, normal. But if you have, like, one extra day off, like, say you take off a Monday or something, yeah. you come back and it's like, man, I've been gone for, like, a month. Like, this is crazy. Like, yeah, what's everybody that... been up to? Yeah, yeah. No, and it's yeah. weird because I work so much for my job, like, almost, every, like, all the time that if, like, even today I didn't have, like, games or anything. So it was, like, weird that I didn't – I was, like, just, like, it was nighttime or evening. Not even night. It was, like, afternoon and evening, and I was, like, done. I'm, like, whoa. What do I do with myself? It feels like I haven't worked in forever. Like, like, even what, like a, one what am I supposed yeah. to do right now? What do I do with my hands? But yeah, it was <laughs> one week off was just weird. I'm glad we're back though. I was like, I was like, man, we can't. Especially since we almost couldn't do it today because we thought we had another technical difficulty. I would have been like, that's not good if we miss it again. I'm gonna yeah. be even more sad. But our we're second half for the listeners, we're powering through. In our second half of the episode, we're talking about our ultimate biases. We're gonna and give you a history. Of, of our, each of our ultimate bias. 
Like where we started at when we got into K-pop and how we got to where we are now with our ultimate bias. And then we'll even give you like a little, so you guys get to know us, a little bit of what we look for in our biases, like what kind of idols we're like attracted to as being our biases, like our bias records and, you know. All the fun stuff. Yeah, obviously there's qualities that go into like picking who's your favorite and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and you look at other groups, your favorites of other groups, and you're like, oh, these a lot of these idols are actually kind of similar to what they do or how they act or stuff like that. So, I mean, I think I'm trying to th- I was trying to think like I guess I don't know. I guess I could say I've had like three maybe ultimate biases. And yeah, like, I've definitely And I'm maybe definitely like and maybe like four if I count maybe like someone I first got into, but as far as like I don't know. I mean, we could talk about it, but I probably three. I probably had three at this point. Okay, well, for starters, I could definitely think I could speak for both of us when I say our first ultimate bias was definitely Kyoto. Yeah, that's definitely my first, like, ultimate, ultimate bias. I feel like the main reason is because that's who I've had as my first ultimate bias. So obviously, when I showed you about K-pop and stuff, that's who you like saw first so that's like really all you knew right away it was like her and she was just like such a badass solo artist that there was she had so much music out already that was really good so you could just like go look up Hyuna yeah. she was obviously like world famous and I mean I talked about it in like the first our first ever episode was when I first ever saw Gangnam Style Gangnam Style which was like before you know everybody saw that video i didn't really even like pay attention to k-pop but seeing that video i thought the girl was like such a babe i thought she was so cute and it turned out that all these years later that that was hyuna so that was my definite like first bias i will say out of like a group setting because like hyuna i didn't like see in the group and i was like oh that's the one i like my eyes go to she was like a solo artist so i like just saw her you know what i mean like yeah the first time i saw her was in the the dream concert the crazy music video. Well, I saw the crazy music video before I saw um, her in Dreamcast 2015. Yeah, 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 yeah. She definitely steals the show in the crazy music video because that's just one of the coolest videos. Of oh, all that's time. like one of my favorite videos of it's, all time. It's, it's one of the best. It's one of the best songs and videos ever. Like that is with cool. their bucket hats with their names on them. Like, who, like do, who doesn't want to have a bucket hat with their name on them? That's so like, cool. All black and white. Oh, yeah. it's so sweet. Is literally the concept was like black and white and just being just straight super badass, badass and cool, cooler than anybody in their way. But so yeah, like Hyuna was like, and like yeah, she was in the group, but she well I guess not at when I first got into her. But when I saw her, she was in the group, but she's like a solo artist. So I like saw her as a solo artist. I will say she was not like my ultimate bias, but the first like idol who I saw in a group and I was like attracted to them. Like, oh, like, that's the, an idol I like, and, like, I'm picking you out of these other people was Bora from Sistar. That was kind of, like, one of my fir- my first experience of seeing a group and being, like, okay, I want to pick my favorite member, and, like, that's how it worked out. So, Bora, will, true. Bora has a special place in my heart of just kind of being, like, because I feel like every K-pop, obviously every K-pop fan goes through that of, like, all right, here's a group. Now, who's my favorite one? And she was kind of the first experience I had with that. So I remember she, you she, gets, that, like, uh, she gets an honorable mention of of being special, a special bias of mine. I remember when you bought that pack of all the Sistar people, and you like took Bora's little thing. You're like, oh hey, yeah, you have these other members. It was and like, like okay, pins. <laughs> it was like pins. But yeah, Hyuna, definitely safe to say she was 
the first Ultimate Bias and still has a special place in, in everyone's K-pop hearts. Justin was super into buying pins. He bought me a bunch of pins. Oh, for I, my, still, uh, I still am. I still am. I still to represent my, my next Ultimate Bias that I had in my line of biases, which was Wendy from Red Velvet. That was like the first, yeah, definitely, man. I that feel like that's definitely what I watched. I think we talked about it in another episode. But when I like watched the actual group performances, I didn't really see any type of group performance outside of like the music video for uh, Crazy. Yeah. Um, until I watched Dream Concert 2015 when they were like all live and stuff, you know? Right. But that's when I like first saw Wendy, and they were doing their dance to Ice Cream Cake, and I was like, wow, she's a pretty good babe. So, such a good. And then we saw her. Oh, Again, do the rap part with the rap dudes. And remember, I told you I thought she was like super cute. I'm like, wow, this chick's super cute. And I didn't even realize it was the same person from the other group. I just thought they were like, I don't know, multiple just people. Like a, just a, I mean, because she had completely different clothes, completely different hair, and like, I mean, a completely different look. So, being like a first time, second time watching, you might have got a little lost in the shuffle. True. And also, I will definitely say, uh, it's probably just because I'm obviously in America, but I uh, definitely have a weakness sometimes for the members that speak English, so I understand what they're saying more when they're like on shows or like they're like doing interviews and stuff. Definitely. And she's, oh yeah, she's from Canada, so whenever I walk, oh, we watched, dude, how much freaking stuff did we watch for Red Velvet? We watched so much Red Velvet stuff. Probably the most. I mean, Red Velvet was the first group I like really got into a lot. We both were like super into Red Velvet. That was that was the jump because there was dream concert and then liking songs, like making a playlist. That's kind of how it turned out and like really liking Hyuna. And then as far as group goes, it was like a dive into red velvet. Like that was the first group. I was like, okay, I really we love both, all these people. We both yeah. really loved red flavor. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and that's like one of the best songs ever too. But yeah, we both were like super hardcore into red velvet for the longest time. You would never even guess that we were like a multi fandom type of, fans because we just yeah. like we're so hard into red velvet it was like we learned about them and we're like okay we're good we don't need any other k-pop in our lives like we have yeah it's just like oh red velvet that's it red velvet yeah, like we're oh, twice who like oh blackpink whatever they don't do anything dude like, i remember i accidentally found that video of twice because we watched the red velvet video um on k-rush yeah yeah and the reason i watched it was because you're like, dude, check this out. Wendy's like hosting this. And it was her like hosting your own members. And I remember watching. I watched it a bunch. It was like super funny. Oh, it's um, hilarious. Uh, but yeah, so Wendy was doing that. So that's why I watched that. Um, and then it was like a recommended video that came on next. And it was like this random group called Twice. I'd never heard of them before. And I'm like, re- I like, it's funny because I saw Twice on the thing doing whatever it was they were doing for the variety show. Before I even heard like any of their music, and I showed it to you, I'm like, "Yo, dude, check this out. This group's pretty cool." And then that, that's how I found out who Twice was. To be honest with you, if it wasn't for I, a Red Velvet video, I never would have even known who Twice was. I, I like, Twice was just like popular. I didn't know any of the songs, but I'd see them, just like winning awards at award shows because that was like that, coming into the time we are now, like getting into K-pop in the summer and then in the fall and winter you have your year-ending award shows. So I'd see, like, oh, twice. Like, they would win a ton of awards. I knew nothing about them. I didn't know one song or one member's name, but I knew that they were popular because they won awards. 
See, I never saw that stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, I'd be, like... Because I'd always be... I'd honestly... Like, honestly, I'd always be, like, jealous for Red Velvet because twice would win, you know, like, girl group song of the year. It's just whatever it's, it's the... Funny, it's I'm, funny to say that. And I'm like, what the heck? Why didn't Red Velvet not win? They're the best. And, like... It's funny... Dude, it's funny to say that because they actually say at the beginning of the twice thing, they're like... We're Korea's number one girl group, and my first thought was, "You're trying to tell me you're better than Red Velvet?" Yeah. Like, hell no. Yeah, I know. That's just like so in love with Red Velvet. It's like, no, like I don't even know who you people are. There's no way you're better than Red Velvet. And you know, turns out they might actually be, but, <laughs> but like at the time, I had no idea. So I was like, oh, who is who is Twice? And then, I think when the first time I got into Twice was, or just saw Twice was on the Explorer page on Instagram, it was, like, the Tsui fan cam page, and I saw her, and I was like, wow, this girl's beautiful, and then it was Likey, and then you sent me that video, and then it just was a snowball from there. So, but, I yeah, I remember early on in Twice, I didn't dislike Twice at all. I was just, I like, I was were. just, like, jealous that they'd win over Red Velvet, because I was like, Red Velvet is the best, and, like, they, they deserve every girl group award, and that was when I didn't even realize there was, like, I mean, I knew there was other girl groups, but I didn't realize there was, like, a ton, a ton of girl groups, like, like out there. Like, just, like, so, so many groups. Like, I, I did, I was like, oh, there's, like, a couple. Like, I just didn't, I just was not well-versed yet and, you know, didn't like, didn't learn. I'll be honest with you. When I first learned about K-pop and started to get into it and stuff, I didn't even know Girls' Generation was really a thing. I knew that they, like, existed. I didn't know if they were still popular. I didn't know they were in the same company as Red Velvet. I didn't even know what company Red Velvet was in. I just knew, like, Red Velvet made K-pop, and Wendy spoke English and was the funniest person well, that, and the most adorable person ever. It's true, and, like, that was that was just, like, like what it was. Like, we watched... Like, Dream, that was my K-pop world. We watched Red Dream Velvet. Concert. Yeah, it's true. Like, we watched Dream Concert, and it was awesome. And I was like, this is so cool, and I love the music. So I made a playlist, and that's, like, where it kind of stopped. was like, oh, Hyuna's really awesome. Like, I'll follow her social medias, and then I'll listen to my playlist. <coughs> My bad, I'm, like, dying out here. Which was, like, 70% Red Velvet, so... <laughs> yeah, it was all Red Velvet, and I was like, oh, the music's cool. And then once you got into Wendy was when we realized that, like, wow, there's stuff called variety shows and dramas and just shows and music shows and behind-the-scenes and trips and all this stuff, and where I was like, it opened that whole door to just what K-pop really is as a whole and just, Dude. like, being that experience and, like, sucking you in and not letting you out, and I was all for it. So, really, it was, like... Essentially, you being into Wendy to get us into Red Velvet, and then that just catapulted catapulted everything else. Because at first, it was just me listening to the songs. I didn't know there was variety shows. I was going to say, I, I think didn't know the only reason we found variety shows is because we watched Red Velvet on one. It was just like, yeah, and we see on like Instagram, I know, because like as you follow more and more K-pop stuff, we'd see the clips from Weekly Idol. Like, it was Weekly Idol, and... We're like, what is this crazy show where they're hitting each other with hammers or driving in little cars or whatever, like... Or yelling at each other with headphones on. And I was like, oh, it's really funny. And then eventually we're like, oh, we can, like, find these whole episodes and watch them. And they're, like, on Netflix and stuff or whatever. On YouTube. Or just YouTube, yeah. And then, like, I remember one day we literally watched, like, all the ones Red Velvet was on. And then I was like, okay, I'm, like, hooked. I love Red Velvet. They're the best. So, So, Yeah. yeah, I don't know what... Yeah, Wendy was your first bias. And Wendy... Wendy, I mean, everyone in Red Velvet has a special place in my heart, especially Wendy, because she's the softest and just, no, I don't want anything bad to ever happen to Wendy. She's like, she's just, like, very charismatic and very, <laughs> very personable. Yeah. She's a very likable person. Just seems so genuinely nice, like, and, like, not, 
in any type of like Oh, she's not oh I'm on camera. Show, like, yeah, I'm, I'm on camera, so I need to be nice. Just she genuinely seems like a nice person. Like, I remember watching one of their like, like level up or revel up. Like they go on like a trip and film it, and like she was, they got smoothies or something, and she's like offering the cameramen and the staffs and stuff like, um, like a drink. Like, oh, you must be hot too. And I was like, wow, she's like such a kind person for. For thinking of, she always seems like she's thinking about other people. Just a caring motherly figure we she all is. need. She is. She is. She's just, just and she's a great singer. Maybe oh, she's best. a great power vocalist. Great. She has so great good. vocals. Let her sing more, SM. Um. Okay, so that's my second bias. Did you? Did you? Bias. Did you just like kind of just? I guess you said on Dream Concert you thought she was like really cute. Was that kind of like the moment you knew? Like Wendy, you're just Dude. like, oh, I didn't know if it was like it hit you in one moment or it was kind of like a gradual, like, oh, I really like Wendy. Well, here's, here's the thing. So when I saw them on there, the only people I, I, I talked about this in other episodes, the only people I knew was that Hyona was in four minute and they were playing crazy, which I wanted to hear. I didn't even know the other members of four minute. Um, it, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't really know the other members of Four Minute now, anyways. But uh, it's all right. I mean, granted, uh, they were disbanded when, like, you know, we got into it. They were already done. So. And then I knew Shiny was performing. Um. Uh, what do you want to call it? View. Uh, View. So I wanted to see View, and then I just watched it, and that's when uh, they were like the first group that came out. Like they opened the whole thing, and I was like, wow, these girls are like adorable, and they're like freaking, uh pigtails and like oversized sweatshirts and stuff it was very cool con and ice cream cake is just like that jam like which was like so that was like good. their debut so like i mean this was years ago like this is when they first started yeah um it was they're like they're like three steps away from opening up in the parking lot before the show even started yeah, i mean it was uh, it was bright and early but after i watched that i was i just remember thinking she was cute but and then i'm like oh yeah cool and i probably watch it three or four more times before I actually looked up like who the group was. Cause I didn't know who the group was. Um, cause it doesn't really say on the thing who it is, you know No, what it doesn't. It just, you have to like ha- look it, it up for yourself. Happens, yeah. And then I looked it up and that's when I saw that they, cause this is like right around when like red flavor had just been out for a little bit. Yeah. And so I watched some other music videos cause I just looked up ice cream cake and that's what came up. And I, that's, how I found out it was red velvet. And then I, that's how I watched like every music video that they had, and that's when I was just kind of like, wow, she's like super cool. And then I found out that's when I like looked in the random interviews, and I found out that she like spoke English and stuff, and I was just kind of like, wow, like yeah, it's not like bad if you can't speak English, but it's kind of like wow, like I can connect with you, like I know what you're saying. It's like you're like, talking to me, like right, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, hundred uh, percent. Because like I mean, someone could speak Hangul to me, I'll understand like bits and pieces of it, but I'm not gonna like have like a whole conversation. Yeah, but like when she's like getting interviewed and saying stuff or like talking about the fans and everything like that. I'm like, I know what she's saying. Like, I can understand what she's saying. Like, oh yeah, like okay, I get it. Like, yeah, you're in for the fans. Like all this stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's like that for people who don't speak English and they just speak Hangul or like speak very little English. It's kind of like, yeah, they speak English or cool, but I understand what these people are saying, so I connect yeah, more. Yeah, it's just like a person you can connect with. And then after that, like you said, it's just like a a rabbit hole I fell in. I'm still in it. It's pretty deep. I'm in the murky waters. Um, <laughs> Only I'm, going farther. I'm wading down in the murky waters. It's the devil's cut. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much how it happened. And then after that, um, like I said, you were super in Red Velvet too, but 
No, pretty much. I mean, literally, gonna... literally, Red Velvet was probably my favorite group, and they still are probably number two until we saw twice this last summer on July twenty second or twenty third, whatever it was. But like, um, the, like they were still my favorite until then, and then seeing twice live was what put them over the top. I was like, okay, they're my favorite by far. So, but yeah, I mean, Red Velvet's awesome. That's I mean, much, I, bottom I line, it... they're just really great. I guess to answer your question, it was not love at first sight. So, I mean, obviously they're all really attractive. And there's a bunch of other groups. Remember I told you I was super – I showed you the one group, Oh My Girl. And I was like, yo, check out this dance they do. Like, I was just kind of like all over the place. Like, you know, I didn't know who was who or what was what. Right. But then over time it just kind of developed into like, wow, this is like my – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you like figure everything out and like realize who people are, you're like – you just like understand. You yeah, understand that's, pretty much, that's pretty much what happened. I mean, it wasn't like <laughs> – immediately i saw it I was like wow this is the most not like my next ultimate bias <laughs> but uh before going to my basically third and final ultimate bias that i'm at right now who was your second ultimate bias because we've been talking about mine for a while now yeah we went on a whole thing but that's okay it was just I was like, like, that was like 30 minutes good but... old blast from the past but nothing wrong with that um mine was hani from exid uh and kind of like it was funny because Going back yeah, to how did that even happen? I don't even remember. No, Dream concert, so they were there. But it's funny because, I mean, I she was there, but I didn't really notice at first. Um, it wasn't until we started watching the Weekly Idol episodes when she was the host with um, Ki Chul. She it was, was the mob bob, wasn't it? She was, yeah, I mean, her hair was <laughs> awesome, but it was... Uh, it was when she was stepping in as, like, the guest host for a while. So they had a whole bunch of episodes. I think there was actually one with Red Velvet on there that she's the host. And, like, He Chul, I think that's why I, like, love He Chul, too. Because they were just, like, so funny on the show. And you really got to see Hani's personality and just how goofy of a person she is. Oh, she's so um, funny. Even when, like, you know, it's obviously not about her. It's about the guest. So, but like, she's still like, you could just see her personality and all that. And so I really like started to like her there. And then it wasn't until an episode that EXID was on, um, weekly idol that they were just doing something and she had to like do a punishment. And the punishment was, <coughs> sorry, I'm just still dying up in here. Man, this um, guy needs to I just need like a drink of water, but, right. um, the punishment was like, she had to just do, like, it was literally just a classic punishment of, like, she had to just do, like, a sexy dance move in, like, a like some kind of way. And then the she, ultimate punishment. Yeah, and then she literally did, and then it, she instantly had to do, like, a, like a, a cute dance move in some kind of, like, goofy way. And, like, so she did those things and were, like, super embarrassed both times, and then it was, like, that moment. Like, I could go find that. I don't know what episode. I'd have to go find it, but if I found the episode, I could find the exact moment and play it. And then it was just, like, the arrow going right through my heart of just being, like, okay, I, like, really love this person. They're just, they're just so, they're just, she's just funny, and she's fun. And oh, yeah, she's, amazing. And she, um, I mean, she's, like, a legend. I mean, she's, like, a K-pop legend. And just with how she was, too, was she was at the point where, I mean, a lot of idols, especially starting out and stuff, they always act, like, perfect all the time. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but they're, like, funny stuff. Like, like, try not to mess up. Yeah, but, like, Hani's just, like, got to the point where I guess she was famous enough or EXID is famous enough or she just didn't care. That she would just be goofy or have, like, weird expressions on her face or sit like a dude and or just, like, make jokes or get made fun of or get scared. And, like, it just, you know, she didn't care if it, like, 
if she didn't look the greatest all the time. And she was just, she seemed very genuine. And, and really, she was just, she was just really a joy to like watch. And obviously, she's like beautiful and great looking and really talented too in EXID. That's a huge reason why I love EXID. I love all them and all their songs. But Hani, I mean, and Hani really was my ultimate bias for the longest time and the only reason she got I mean I have like artwork of her on my wall and a lot of photo cards and all this stuff I wish I could have seen them live you know that would have been really cool but we unfortunately didn't get to but the only reason Hani got dethroned is because her and EXID didn't necessarily you know disband or break up but they kind of stopped just like went away yeah i mean i think they actually came back or coming back with the japanese song so that's awesome i'm definitely going to check that out but they kind of were just done with what they were doing and they were going their own separate ways to do their own separate kind of agendas and schedules which is totally cool because they've been a group for a really long time and that's just what you do so you know obviously i'll still always love honey and support her and whatever she's got going on and i'm really excited to see their coming back in japan but that was the only reason she got dethroned is my ultimate bias is because she, she kind of left in a way. I will definitely say that even if you have your ultimate bias for a really long time, it's like really hard to put all your like care and focus on them when you're getting bombarded by like thousands of other idols all the time that are just always around like promoting, being on shows you know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah, it's true. It's, it's kind of like a stack up on top of them and you don't see them. So they just kind of get pushed to the back of your mind and you're just kind of like, Oh yeah, I forgot this person exists. You're like, Oh wow. This is like my favorite person. Like, that's why I was, you know, happy that I did have some EXID comebacks of going on because it's tough when people just like go away and aren't doing anything because you don't see them. You're like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you're just like oh, and out then, of out of sight, out of mind, right? That's I mean, essentially, say. yeah. You're just like oh, this sucks, and then you know you're gonna pay attention to other groups more that are actually doing stuff. You're like oh, I really like this member; they're cool, and then they're doing stuff all the time, and so it's just like tough. But but yeah, since Honey and EXID kind of took that step away, you know, she obviously holds a very special place in my heart to me. I always love her. I mean, I literally have a life-size cutout of her thanks to you. That is and true. You have a life-size cutout. Like I said, I have are literally like fan art of her and all this stuff. And, you know, she's not going anywhere. I'm not just like, Oh, I don't care anymore, but I still love her. But since she left, I was like, okay, I need to make room for a new ultimate bias. That's actually like a, you know, active, artist. active promoting K-pop artist. So yeah. Also random fact for you, honey also speaks very good English. She does. She's like really smart. She's like, and that was something I thought was very cool too. It just, you know, a cool feature. And she like, played sports back in the day and was like really good at soccer and I really like soccer and yeah honey was like has like a, she's really smart so yeah really smart she speaks english she speaks songs she, well. just she, can can do, do, she just can do it all so i mean she just can do it all and which is actually really impressive because wendy speaks english because she grew up in canada so yeah. i mean it makes sense she'd speak english honey on the other hand went to like school I don't remember, did, was it like in China or the Philippines for a while? And that's where she learned how to speak English. I think English. it might have been the Philippines. And that's where she learned to speak English at. And she still can just speak like perfect English if you like talk to her. It's crazy. Yeah, she does, a really, she does a really awesome job. So She actually has like a British accent when she speaks English, which is also kind of funny. Yeah. But that just might be by because of where she learned how to speak English She's at. She's just perfect. Like, and, you know, I don't see as many. I mean, I still see posts about her and stuff. But sometimes if I just like go and look at pictures of her, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I still just like love you so much. Like. 
Oh, yeah. That hasn't changed. It's just the fact that... Them feels... Yeah, the fact that she just, you know, kind of stepped away. I had to, you know, let someone else come up to the top to, to be active. Well, I mean, as you know, I also... <laughs> or we both will see stuff about Wendy because she's still, like, an active promoting artist. Oh, yeah. And I'll be and I'll just see stuff and I'll be like, wow, you are still just a freaking goddess out here. Yeah, she's awesome. I mean, Wendy's... Wendy's definitely an idol that would just love to just like, yeah, just like, oh yeah, let's go hang out. Like she'd be, she seems like she'd be very fun to hang out with. But so that pretty much covers our first and second biases, ultimate biases we've had. And now we're going to get to like my, I guess, third and current ultimate bias I've actually had for a while. So I mean, um, yeah. Uh, and that my ultimate bias now is Sangyeon from CLC, which I feel like everybody probably knows. I think I've talked about this before, but maybe, but that's okay. Not nothing wrong with letting people know again. Now, unlike with Wendy, who I told you kind of like gradually happened over time, the first time I like sent you that post, like I mean this was years ago now. I also worked at like Target when I not Target the store, Target a different store. Uh, when I was like, just saw it on Instagram, and it was her and Eugen dancing to that ponytail song, um, and like their t-shirts and their like skirts, you know. And yeah. that was like, and it's that just was like, like a dance a, video. This is like a random video they made, like a random choreo video that they made. And that I remember, I was like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I didn't know who she was. It's like who is this girl? And that was like literally like love at first sight. I was like, wow, you are the most attractive person I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't think I actually knew that. Oh yeah. It was like immediate. Like that's like, and I spent like the last like 45 minutes of work, like <laughs> trying to find out who she was and I didn't do any work at all. And then that's, I didn't know she was an idol. I thought maybe she was just like some random kid. You know how there's always like, like a dance teacher or something like dance people doing stuff and shit. Um, or doing stuff. Sorry for our young listeners, if anyone young is out there listening. <laughs> uh, but I looked into it, found out that they were CLC, or she was from CLC. Then I looked them up, and I was like, wow, I hope this is like an active group so I can like see stuff from them. And actually, the first thing I saw from them was um, Hobgoblin, because that's like what everybody obviously loves Hobgoblin. Right. Um. And I remember seeing her on there, and I'm like, there's no way this is the same person that I saw in the Ponytail video. And then that's when I found the I Like It music video, and I was like, wow, this is, like, the best song. And, like, everything about that's, like, my favorite song, music video, just anything ever. So I Like It by CLC. Um, but, yeah, that's – I think might be why also I'm, like, a huge fan of the, like, kind of more – innocent not as dark concepts that they always did that they did you know because i know a lot of people don't like it like that's like their least favorite um like era of clc but i like love it that's like one of my favorites but yeah it might also have to do with in the video she was like just an innocent cute looking girl she wasn't like didn't have like dark makeup or like dark clothes or like any of that kind of stuff going on um but yeah so sonya from clc i saw her in the video it was like a freaking 30 second long video on uh, Instagram. I found it on YouTube. I scrolled through like 80 comments to find out who it was. Love at first sight. And she's been my bias ever since. Yeah, I, di- I didn't even know that actually. Like I knew she was your bias obviously, but I didn't even know that. 
Oh yeah, immediate. Like I mean, like seriously, like immediate. I remember I watched the video so many times. Like on Instagram, I'm just like, who is this person? <laughs> I mean, I remember the video. Like I remember that dance video. I just like, didn't. Who are you? I just didn't remember what. I didn't know that was like an instant. Like she was the number one team after after that. Oh, me immediately, immediately. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Immediately, and then uh, the rest is history. Um. I'm trying to think about, but then obviously ever since then, you and I both watched a ton of CLC stuff. Right. And she's just like, overall, she's like another one of those members. It's like really like likable. She has like high energy. She's like super goofy. She doesn't like care about making mistakes or like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Making a fool of herself. Like she'll just do whatever she feels like doing. Um, also funny. She also speaks atrocious English. It's like one of the worst I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> She tries when, her she tries her hardest though. Oh yeah, but when she actually tries to speak English and she like can barely do it, it's like the most adorable thing in the entire world. Uh but yeah, I love Songyan. She's my favorite. She's my number one bias. She's my old bias. There's been a lot of uh contenders come to take her crown, but she's definitely she's holding it down. I don't think anyone's ever gonna ever gonna topple her off the top of the mountain here. She's been up there for a really long time now. Oh yeah, and I was gonna say it's been like years, man. Like it's twenty nineteen, right? Yeah. So it's probably been like a good – At least what? like two, two, three two, years. Two, three years. So that's a oh. very good run at the top. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Sanyan. If you're listening to Sanyan, I love you. You're the best. Never change. Come to America so we can see you guys. Come to America. Uh, let me give you my money and buy you things. Yeah, uh, the ultimate gift. Yeah, I know, right? Let me buy you makeup so you can do more makeup videos on your YouTube channel that you never post up to anymore. Yeah, I wonder uh, why not. I don't know. Maybe she's probably because they're busy. I don't know. They are busy. They're they're very busy. So, but we appreciate you. You're a great leader. Chessars love you. Um, never change. Even though you lost your phone, the best is when she like does stuff and then they make fun of her and she just like laughs at herself like she doesn't care. She just she just knows how to handle the kids. Yeah, she doesn't care. Um, but yeah, that's my ultimate bias. My current and forever ultimate bias. Song Young, CLC. Woo, she did it. Even though she's been doing it a really long time. So, no, yeah, su- really no surprises there. Time. Yeah, no surprises there. Song Young's holding it down for the underground. She really is. Now, who's your ultimate bias, your last ultimate bias, your current ultimate bias? My current ultimate bias, which I think I've said before too, is Momo from Twice. And it's funny because I talked earlier about Twice. I was like, who is this? Why are they winning awards? And now my ultimate bias is from Twice, and they are probably my ultimate group too. But yeah, it's it's Momo. I've, re- I've liked Momo a really long time. It's not like... There wasn't like an instant moment when it was like Momo stepping in and, you know, kicking Hani out of the way to the curb. Like that didn't happen. Like Momo was my second favorite idol for a long time, really from when I started getting into Twice and just paying attention to them more and seeing her as like Laura Croft in uh, Cheer Up. I was like, that was just because everyone else in that video, like mostly everybody else in that video has like some kind of, like, goofy, funny thing, and then she comes in, and she's Laura Croft with these guns. I think she's Laura Croft. And she's, like, just looks super badass and super cool. And then seeing the, the really, her dance breaks, too, from from Likey and 
I don't know why Ooh-ah. I can't. Ooh-ah. Yeah, like the dance breaks were just really just the dancing was just like so cool too. And she really just won me over with, with her talent and how how much of a dance like how much of a powerful presence she was just like literally just like standing. Like she just like has an aura about her just like powerful and you want to pay attention to her. But then in reality, when she comes off stage and she's not doing all of her crazy dance moves or singing or whatever, she's just a very, very goofy like lighthearted funny person that you know gets along with all the idols really really well and all of her members and she loves all of her members super like a ton and she's just really funny she just seems oh. really soft like well that's one like, of the goofiest most innocent idols of all time just so goofy just so just so goofy like i don't want to say like airheaded because that's mean but she just seems so goofy but then once she gets on stage she just like flips that switch and it's just this powerhouse dominant best k-pop dancer in the world machine that you cannot stop and then she's off stage and she's just like making fun of sauna or something like that momo has just really she really won me over and it was like i mean she was like my second favorite for a long time so once hani stepped away and was done i was like all right well this is a graduating team so now momo you graduate into the number one position um so it wasn't really like a moment it was when I started getting into Twice and just seeing her and just like paying attention to her more. I was like, wow, I think I'm just really in love with this person. And then obviously she was already my ultimate bias, but the icing on the cake was seeing her like in person and being able to like, that's actually really crazy to think about now. Like actually being able to interact with her a little bit. Dude, you touched her hand. With like the high touch and like saying hi to her and stuff when we like got the group photo and all that stuff and like showing her my shirt with her on it and her laughing and stuff like that, that really solidified it all. I was just like, okay, I know. I mean, I already knew, but I was like, okay, Momo is just, she's the greatest. And I mean, I know a lot of people love Momo too. And rightfully so, because she's just, she's just excellent. And I don't know. She's just the best. And sometimes it's like all you can really say about the idols. You're just like, Oh, they're really funny and they're the best. And it just is true because I don't know. Honestly, when you find that one idol that's like your ultimate bias that you just want to will be your bias forever, they just give you so many emotions and feelings you like can't even put it into words. Well, it's just it is like kind of like having a crush on someone. Like you can't just like <clears throat> you can't just like break it down and be like, oh well, they do this this way and this this way and this this way and like science. It's just kind of like everything. Yeah, it's, it's not like, like science. It's just like well, I know when I see a picture with them or a video of them, I'm just like super happy and that's awesome. Yeah, and, like, on my, like, days where I feel, like, super sad or down, I'll, like, just watch, like, random videos of CLC doing things and, like, Sonya doing things. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Everything's okay. And that definitely goes for, like, all the groups and, like, all of Twice, too. I love all of Twice so much. Like, they're all... They're so funny. Like, they're the best. Like, they're my favorite. But, like, Momo, above that, is even just, like... She's just, she just makes me happy. And she's just, just funny and seems like she'd be really cool to hang out with, really cool to just, like, play pranks on people with. And just be super chill. She seems very chill, too. Like, when she's not on the performance, she's just, like, taking selfies, chilling in, like, a hoodie, all this stuff. She seems very relaxed, which, I don't know. Just I'll add all that into just who she is, and, you know, she seems like a really awesome person. Also, for those of you who don't know, both of our main biases are lead dancers in their group, or main dancers in their group, and they both just are such good dancers. They just, like, know how to move. It's, like, hypnotizing. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, yeah, obviously you can sit there and be like, wow, like they're really, like they have really sexy dance moves because they do sometimes. Like, obviously they're very attractive, but sometimes even like 
you're just like so overwhelmed with the talent, even more so, I'd say. You're just like so overwhelmed with how talented they are, and you literally can't stop watching them because they're so good at dancing. And they're just really good at it. Yeah, they're just like so good at what they do, and they're like some of the best in the whole world. And I think that's just like a really cool thing watching someone do something that they love and be so good at it and being literally the best at it is just like that's cool watching someone like go perform their passion like that you know what i mean like i think like for sangyeon and momo and like a lot of the other idols too just like seeing them out there doing their thing it's just cool to watch what's uh what's one of your favorite momo moments um man that is a fantastic question she had she had a v live with sana this was like really old but they had a V Live, and, like, she just, like, you just, I don't even know what it would be called, but she just has to, she, like, accuses Sana, or Sana accuses her of, like, flirting with her, and she's like, you shouldn't flirt people with people like that very easily, and they pretty much just give each other these really goofy looks, and just, it's just, like, really, really funny. And then another one was in, in one of the Weekly Idols, when she does, like, Neko 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 for He Chul, and he Dude, just, like, loses yes. his mind. That's just, like, so funny, too. There's really like a lot of moments. I know in That's one what of the, I was thinking of. I was hoping the, you'd say that. Yeah, it's just like legendary. And then like the K rush and one of the K rushes when they're introducing themselves, she like fake gets hit in the head with the, the camera. She's like, oh, and she's just like, re- she's just really goofy. She's really, it's just like those little moments that you remember that you, that, that are just like special to you that you really remember. But I mean, there's literally YouTube videos of like hours of goofy moments. So. But those are just those are some off the top of my head that I'm like, okay, I remember, I remember those. Man, good times. She's a funny person. She's yeah, goofy. she's she's really goofy. That's I think that's just probably one of the things that gets me every time is when an idol is just really really goofy. Uh, I'd have to say one of my favorite Song Yan moments was when I was watching their V lives all the time. Cause I downloaded their the V Live app just so I could like watch their comeback when they came back with a uh, no, but leading up to it, they all had like each day that each individual members like did a V Live, and there's one of her and she literally was just like, oh yeah, I got this uh, iced americano because they love americanos over there, and then she's like, oh yeah, I saw this little guy sitting over there on the counter by himself. She goes, I don't know whose it was, so I just took it, and she like took somebody else's drink and just <laughs> brought it with her. Dude, that's a bold move, man. Yeah, I know. I was like, wow, you're freaking awesome. Live your life. Man. It's, it's just stuff like that. It's just like moments that get you and just like get you just like fall for that idol even more. You're just like, oh. And then they just like do one thing or one look or one like goofy, goofy thing they say. And you're just like, oh, well, that just hooked me in even, even deeper. The other funny moment was when she lost her cell phone when they went to on their recent like trip to like, was it Thailand or was it? I don't remember if it was Thailand or Indonesia or something. But she like lost her cell phone, and like they're typing in like English words into like the their phone. So it's like Jang Sung Young lost her cell phone. Stupid. And she's like just made the dumbest faces like <laughs> repeating what they said. It was so freaking funny. That was I remember that video. That was video was freaking hilarious. Song he is just merciless. She like she's so mean. <laughs> she like just was bagging all that for the longest time. But like Song just made like the dumbest faces. It was like repeating it. It was the funniest thing ever. Yeah, she thought it was like super hilarious too. Oh yeah. Shout out to Cube for giving her her dance videos every month. That's even, always 
Even awesome. though they're like, look forward to long. Like, can I get more than a minute? Like, geez. Yeah, it is kind of weird. You think they'd be longer at this point? Man, you know what really cemented her as my favorite idol of all time? What? Seeing there that outfit in the I Like It video. The I Like It video is just so good for everybody. It's such a good oh, song. Man. And like the little like tennis skirts on the basketball court. It's like really not even a crazy music video, but it's just one of the best. The goat. It it's doesn't a, get better than that. I literally have a play mat that has a picture on it. Yeah, I mean it is a it is an ideal like song. It is so good. Man, there's just so many other moments. I like can't even think. I'm like super dead, but uh, there's like so many other moments that I wish I could remember right now. But yeah, yeah. When you know, you know. When you yeah, I mean that's pretty much what it is. When you know your favorite idol. When that favorite idol finds you, you know, and you just fully accept them. For all you guys, if you've never seen the ponytail video, I'll upload it or I'll repost it on a Instagram. You guys can watch it. Yes, go watch it because it's awesome. Honestly, when you think about it, I always say my number one bias tracker out of everybody is Eugen. And Eugen was the other girl that was in the music video with her. That's actually really funny. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even never put really, two and two together. I never really thought about it, but yeah, she it's Eugen and Sungyeon dancing together. That's really, really funny, actually. Crazy. That whole video just did so much for you, uh, bias-wise. I know. Apparently, that video just changed my entire life. It really did. Like, thank goodness for that video. Man, I still remember the. I, I honestly, like, I can vividly remember in my head the first time I like accidentally saw it while I was supposed to be working at work, and I was just like, "Wow, goddess, who are you?" Yeah, I mean, that's I, how like, it happens. And I like dedicated the rest of my day to finding out who it was. Dude, oh. good. And. Man. That's why you're such a huge CLC fan, too, so. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm, like, a huge CLC fan. I mean, I've got, uh, I'm super deep in the fandom. I even got a CLC tattoo. You do? It's awesome. Tattoo. It's really, really cool. Uh, I don't know if that really makes me a super big fan or not, but now people know where I stand on my, uh. I think it helps. My, uh. My stand of people are like, oh, yeah, you're not a real fan. I'm like, come at me, bro. I have a tattoo. Come at me, bro. I think that me- that definitely gives you fan points. But I really hope I get to see them one day live before they disband. Um, if I, I had the so. time and the money, I'd literally just go to Korea and watch them. Um, I mean, maybe I'll be able to do that sometime. We'll see. Hopefully one day we'll be able to see CLC. Uh Oh, man, that would be the greatest day of my entire I don't even know what I'd do. Like, I thought seeing Twice <laughs> was, like, awesome, but you're obviously a way bigger Twice fan than I am. But, man, I don't know what I'd do if I got to see CLC Life. Hopefully we find out. Yeah, I know, man. Just thinking about that right now, just, like, blowing my brain. You just, like, melt. I'd probably just black out. I wouldn't remember any <laughs> of it. And just not even see it. You'd be too excited. Oh, I'd be so hyped, dude. I'd be, like, freaking out. I'd be way awesome. that than any other show we've ever been to. That would be amazing. That would be awesome. And I mean, I was pretty excited to see us set my friends on fire with those other six people, so that's saying a lot. Yeah, I know. That was pretty in the sold out show of seven people. Yeah. That was a crazy mosh pit. Uh I guess to end this we can uh since we listed who our ultimate biases were, obviously we all have biases in each group, like we, on the last episode, we talked about, like, who our favorite members of, like, the 12 groups we listed are. 
but like there it seems to be like a trend like there's a certain type of personality or character i always seem to be more drawn to than like other members and i can usually tell like i don't know if i do it subconsciously or consciously but like i'll watch a video or like you know like a a variety show or something yeah and i can like tell right away i'm gonna be like yeah that's the one that i'm probably gonna be like my bias like right right um is that, are you the same way yeah i'd say like looking at some of the other idols that i'm like a big fan of it's yeah definitely um i will say some of the characteristics of my biases are like they're usually very like kind of the bouncy energetic i guess kind of peppy idols if that makes sense yeah like they're kind of like just balls of energy and they're always just kind of upbeat and they're kind of like you know i don't know like giggly and happy i guess honestly if i would imagine it'd be like but the ideal person you'd see in like a teenage movie is like a cheerleader or something yeah, just super, super fired up all the time. Yeah, like, I mean, a great example is, like, Sonyeon's like that. She's always got energy. Um, or, like, Jiwon, she's always like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, like, generally, I guess, the type of idol characteristics I'm drawn to is, like, my biases in groups. Um, what about you? Uh, I think something that always gets me just always hits me as something that I like about the idols is when they are like the dancer mainly because I just think dancing is really cool. So when someone is like all the idols are good at dancing, but when it is like the dancer and like that's their job and they just go out there and kill it really on like random dance plays or just anything. And they just get out there and just like bust their moves. And it's like awesome. That is always something that just like really wins me over like very, very quickly. Like, Probably more than anything else besides maybe, like, looks initially because, like, that's what you see at, at first. But, like... Well, yeah, every, I mean, everybody's... I mean, and like every, says And, like, everyone's, like, beautiful, kinda... too. Like, everyone's a beautiful human being. Like, that's just... All the guys, all the girls, like, they're all just beautiful human beings. But, like, when, when the idols get up there and just, like, dance and kill it, like, that is always something that really, really wins me over. That's why I think I really love, like, Sogi a lot and why I really love... Like Chaewon and Chaeyon and uh, and uh, Eyes One and you know Chung Ha just like you know I'm a huge fan of Chung Ha and that's like what she did too. So I just always I'm always like a sucker for the dancers. That's something that kind of gets me. And I think just personality wise, I think even for like Chung Ha and Sulgi and kind of Momo too is like they're very goofy people. But outside of just being like on the stage and stuff they actually are just kind of more like laid back a little bit. Like they obviously have fun and love to joke around and stuff, but they're not just going to be like running around and like screaming or just, you know, they're a little more like chilled and relaxed yeah, and maybe just like chilling on their phone. Like yeah. Like that's, that's more my type. Yeah. <laughs> like going and chill. Like, I mean like Chung Ha literally just like goes watch movies or like Sulgi just like on her phone. Like just some of the videos you see of like shows kind of their dorm life and stuff. They're just like chilling. They're just like, doing their thing and i think that's something that's just kind of cool how they can kind of like flip that switch into being the beast that they are at their job and all that stuff so i think that's just another characteristic of, and like even like serum from fromus 9 uh she's kind of like i mean everyone in fromus 9 is very energetic but she's kind of like a little more chilled out than everybody just kind of like you know i guess maybe because she's the leader so she has to keep everyone a little bit calmed down so that's a, a quality that, that gets me a lot, too. That's really only one you see when you watch, like, shows and stuff. 
That's not necessarily one you see like on stage, but I, I think it, it it hits me like a brick sometimes. It's really weird because I didn't really think about it until I told you a little bit ago. When we were like going over our bike, like this is before we even made the podcast. When we were like talking about making the podcast, yeah. And uh, that's when we realized that like all my biases just happen to be like the main vocalists of like the groups. Yeah, yeah. It's really know. weird. I don't know how that happened, but because it's not like I mentally like do it. It's even like what was it? There's like a performance group that was just like dancers basically, and even. My favorite member of that group was literally the main vocalist of the group. And they don't I even like I think sing. that was just like the weirdest coincidence of all time. Like literally all of them were like the main vocalist. Um, it's really weird. I don't know why. Maybe I just subconsciously kind of uh, gravitate towards that or something. I don't know. Maybe. Like, I don't know. I don't know. They're just like the happy, peppy, uh, adorable girl next door. It's like, you know, like Leah and Nayang from Goo Goo Don or like even Mina from Goo Goo Don and – yeah. Gia from Oh My Girl or Wendy or Sungyeon or, you know. Yeah. It's it's funny how, uh, well, obviously we love all the idols, but we have just, I don't like I said, I don't know if it's a subconscious thing or just, I don't know, but how our preferences are just like so completely different. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's just everyone's into what they're into, I guess. Because you're, like I said, you like the ones like chill, just like hanging out, you know, doing whatever. But obviously, if you like saw a video of that happening and you saw someone running around in the background like screaming stuff, ten out of ten times it's probably my favorite member, and ten yeah. out of ten times they're probably the main vocalist of the group. So it's true. It's true. Uh, now, on the other hand, one thing that's like so everyone obviously, if you have a bias, you have a bias wreckers. Now, for your bias wreckers, do they tend to be the same way, or do they tend to be like different? It's kind of, I don't know, I think for a long time, honestly a long time, I don't even know if I could like name one bias record right now. I'm just like, yeah, this person's come because I don't really have one that's just like coming for that spot, the top spot. But for a long time, honestly, like uh, uh, Wendy was there just because of how cool Wendy was and how like nice and motherly she was. I was like, she... She just seems like she'd be the ultimate girl, you know, like she's the ultimate human being. So she was always in a position to just be like someone who would maybe steal some shine off my ultimate bias. But I think for the most part, the I guess the idols who kind of come next or the bias records are kind of similar for me. Like they're they're kind of the same. Same as what I like. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Like they're kind of the similar um, just to how like my ultimate bias would be. What about you? Oh, well, my ultimate bias record, I guess, kind of is the same. It's like, because I said my ultimate bias record all the time to you, Jen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's obvious. She's very similar to Song Yan. Like, she's like very energetic, but she's kind of, where Song Yan is kind of like, not the whole, oh, another, here we go. Another trait of all my bias is really, is they either are really bad at doing agio or they hate doing it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not like they don't like it. I don't know why, but uh, I mean they're adorable people and they always make like adorable faces and stuff. But if they ask to do agio, they like either are really bad at it or they just like hate it. And they don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, but Eugen's like the complete opposite. Like she's like just wants to be like the adorable fake machne and just do agio be cute all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um. But outside of her, I'd say my main bias records, as you know, are like the ones that are like super motherly. Like I love the mom vibes from yeah. all the 
the uh, so most of my main bias records, if they're not my bias, are like the older members that like like taking care of like the younger members or like uh, are really caring and like uh, I guess like nurturing of them, you know, and yeah, like make yeah. them feel like protected and stuff, and like make sure they're okay. Yeah, I don't know why, but I just freaking love the the mom vibes. That's like my main bias record. So. Uh, my biases are the ones that are wild and out of control and my bias records are the ones that are like more chill and mob-like, I guess. That's really funny. <laughs> like completely, two completely different things. I mean, sometimes you don't know why, but that's just how it is and that's okay. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's how it is. Unless you're Eugen, then for some reason you just, man, Eugen is just the ultimate bias record. Yeah, and sometimes you like don't have to have the answers. You're but it's you're just like okay with it. You're like, yeah, this person's here, and I can't tell you why, but I love them. I mean, like I said, obviously you have a, your main bias in each group, and each group you have a bias record kind of that's like, yeah, this is my favorite person, but this other person could definitely like take them down, you know, if it came down to it or like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say a perfect example of that is like my bias in Twice. I always said my bias in Twice is Geo, and I love Geo. But recently, Zhang Yan has, and I've always told you before that Zhang has always been like right behind her. Like it's not been like, right. you know, wow, she's dead last. Now she's like number one. Yeah, yeah. But Zhang yeah. Yan's overtaken her recently. They kind of flip flop back and forth, but they're both kind of like the, the more mature like mom vibe kind of person. So I mean, right. Uh, I guess that would make sense. Yeah, no. I feel like out of all my groups, that's the one where they like mostly flip back and forth between who's, which one's my favorite. But it's right, John right. right now. John Gun's awesome. She's Dude. also super goofy. Yeah, she really is. She's she's she. She loves causing trouble. Yeah, she's really funny. Um. But yeah, she's like she always does funny stuff. She loves messing with the other members, like doing like jokes. And it's stuff. hilarious. It's hilarious. So she kind of has like that caring adult like <laughs> vibe, but also like. The little kid like prankster vibe to it. Yeah, her. she really like, is like a prankster out there. It's it's really really funny. Her and I are both. They just love to pull pranks on people. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, but yeah, so there you go. That kind of gives you a little in depth, uh, I guess, look into in depth look into K-pop kimchi's biases, ultimate biases. I'm sure we'll have more episodes later on about. I feel like we could we could have done the whole episode just about that and like kept going too. Even like, there's not there's no like endless. We have like an endless amount of words for how much we love our favorite idols and all idols in general. So, really, we could just do this all day <laughs> or all yeah, night. Yeah, we, we really could. But I mean, it's what like two in the morning right now. Yeah, it's probably time to wrap this one it's getting, up. It's getting pretty late. It is getting kind of late. So, we will do that. You plug your social media first, and I'll plug mine, and that will be it. Um, yeah, you can follow me or message me on Instagram or Twitter at uh, Fograw, T-O-H-B. Um, our Instagram account is kpopkimchi101. I post stuff on there. I do most of the stuff on Instagram these days, but, yeah, I post stuff on there. So I'll post about this as soon as the episode goes up if you guys are going to check it out. Although I guess if you're listening to this, you are, you are, so. Thank you, and good for check, you. <laughs> check out the other episodes. Check out all our episodes. Uh, yeah, you can find me, uh, J-U-S-T-I-N-T-O-H-B is my Instagram, and K-Pop Kimchi 101 is our Twitter. This episode will definitely be there, too. 
If you are a returning listener, thank you. And if you're new, thank you too. We love everybody, anyone that pays attention to us. Thank you so much. Um, I think that'll do it though. For Brian, I'm Justin. Peace. Bye, Rick.